When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to the Prescription for Purpose podcast, the go-to space for everyday women to go from surviving to thriving by pursuing a purpose that's truly rooted in faith. And now we're also becoming the premier space for Christian coaches and therapists to finally learn how to integrate faith into their practice without being churchy or limiting their audience. Each week, we'll merge biblical wisdom with practical everyday application so that you can be empowered to excel in every facet of your life and business. Are you ready? Let's get started. Hey girl, hey, we are back for another bonus episode in Bible Study Breakdown here at the Prescription for Purpose podcast. We are jumping right into John 17 and 3. I'm going to read it from my New Living Translation Bible. It says, and this is the way to have eternal life, to know you, the only true God and Jesus Christ, the one you sent to the earth. That's it. How you get eternal life. Okay, let's talk a little bit about eternal life, relationship, and what that means. I think that it's so important in a world where we are yearning for relationship, in a world where oftentimes we say we don't know how to build a relationship with God, that we look to God for his guidance and wisdom on how to do that. So I'm going to give you a little bit of background. So this scripture in this passage, the scripture is written by John. It is in the book of John. But in this passage, Jesus is speaking. Jesus is praying for himself before he goes to the cross. And so he's speaking and praying over himself to God and really just letting him know, like, this is the way to eternal life. I'm doing this so that they know you and they know that you're the only true living God, that you sent me here. This is how you can have eternal life, eternal relationship. And y'all know I love a good definition. And so I really wanted to think about or take a look at what it meant for something to be eternal. Because a lot of times we just be saying stuff and we don't know the definition. We don't have a true um, definition or the depth of the meaning for what God is trying to say. And what I have seen based on this definition is that something eternal and eternity, we don't have to wait till we get to heaven. Okay, because, okay, I'm gonna just read the, I'm gonna read the definition because I'm getting excited. This word in the Greek, eternal, it means the unique quality or reality of God's life working in the believer, manifesting his self-existent life as it is in his sinless abode of heaven. So although we have not yet gone to heaven, although these bodies will die, our relationship with God, once we come into relationship with God, we have this unique ability to live in God's reality. That is what it means to have eternal life. That's why Jesus died for us to have life and life more abundantly. And it's available to us now. Come on. And it says that in order for us 
to have eternal life, we have to know God. What does it mean to know God, right? Because in the scriptures, I think it's Hosea 4 and 6, it says, my people perish for lack of knowledge. And what I found was this word, um, knowledge and to know, it means different than just like you having intellectual capacity. To know, it says, to know, especially through personal experience, firsthand acquaintance. That means that we can't be living off of the faith of other people, even your pastor, your mama, your grandmama and them. I know you had a praying grandmama friend, but you can't live solely off of their relationship with God. That's why you can be doing all of the, the churchy things and still feel void because you have to have personal experience with God. If you're just showing up in places and you're not really seeking God, building relationship in his word, on your face, in prayer, allowing him to grow you and stretch you, you're going to feel like you're just at somebody's house as a third wheel. Like you got invited or whatever, but ain't nobody talking to you. Like you're you're going to have to engage. That feeling is not because God is withholding himself from you. The Bible says if you draw near to God, he'll draw near to you. He gets pleasure out of that. So we have to ask ourselves, am I really trying to get to know God? Am I in his word? Am I doing what he's called me to do? Or am I simply just trying to get what I want? When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, that that's, that's the question. So what does this look like? What are some ways that you can reflect on this passage? How do you know, or how do you know that you're actively, or how have you actively attempted to cultivate your relationship with God? Like, what do you do on the regular basis to cultivate your own personal relationship with God? Ask Holy Spirit to show you that. Like, am I being, am I really pursuing you or am I pursuing what I want and trying to use you as a means to get there? And then in what ways can you integrate the pursuit of knowing God into your daily life? This don't have to be deep, y'all. This don't have to be deep. It could be as simple as sitting down and doing these Bible study breakdowns, using the resources and the tools, making sure that you're really in God's word daily, that his, your time with him is non-negotiable, that you're worshiping and praising God, even making contingency plans. Okay, if I wake up late, what's the plan for me to get my quiet time in? Because a lot of, for a lot of us, the time is that we don't talk to him at all. You can turn on worship music in your office, dappy keys, okay? I do that. People in my office don't even know we listen to gospel. Please. How are you going to build relationship with God and not just something that's simply transactional with him? The reason a lot of us aren't experiencing transformation is because we want to accumulate knowledge and we're not trying to get to know God. And then we get upset because there's this disconnect emotionally. But how can I be connected to someone that I have not had a personal experience with? 
So it really is going to take some intentional cultivation on your end to make sure that you are in prayer, that you are devoting yourself, that you are really even taking the time to seek out God on the day-to-day basis. If something bad happens, be intentional to try to see where God gave grace. Okay, you caught a flat tire. Thank God I didn't get to a crash. You cover me. Thank God I have money for the tire. It doesn't mean that it doesn't suck, but you're still being intentional of seeing God with you in the sucky situations. So how can you pick up your sword around this? Daily devotional, daily devotional, daily devotional. Make sure that you are taking time in the word and praying, even doing things like this. Making sure that you are taking the time to evaluate often, asking God to show you your heart posture, being aware that we are not perfect, and then asking God to help you look more like him daily. Get into community. And now I'm even a little leery of saying community. You need to start asking God to send covenant relationship. Marriage is not the only covenant relationship. Go look up Jonathan and David, sis, okay? And then make sure that you are living a life of service and that you are expressing love. Jesus was a servant. Okay, he served all of us. He washed his disciples' feet. He served us on the cross. He served his father. And we are told that if we love him, we will follow his commands. The greatest command being first to love God with all of our heart, mind, and soul, and then to love our neighbors as ourselves. And I told y'all that the definition of love is to choose God's choices. In doing that, we can start living the eternal freedom, the joy, the peace, the patience, the long suffering, the kindness, the gentleness, we can experience that and really start to spiritually prosper today. You ain't got to wait till you get to heaven. Okay. So I pray that this blessed you as much as it blessed me. I love you, girl. And I will see you next week. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.